0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Shakti's
1: Voices, bringing the empowered voices to you. Shakti promotes women's and community empowerment by raising awareness regarding family violence intervention and prevention. Join us every third Tuesday of the month at 8.30pm as we explore challenges and opportunities for women, children and communities of Asian, African and Middle Eastern origin. Keep on listening, OAR FM. Hello, everyone.
0: Welcome to your
1: show, Shakti's Voices.
0: And we are back here again this week. We are going to talk about Domestic Violence Act. And uh, I know that we have have gone to Red Alert again. It's going to be a challenging time for a lot of people and then for a lot of families, for a lot of women. But we, what we need to do is just to stay safe, educated, and just do whatever best we can do to keep ourselves safe and checking on each other. So OK, so before I start, I give my listeners information about Shakti. I will begin by giving information about Shakti in English for our English listeners. And I will also give information about Shakti in Hindi for our Hindi listeners. Shakti is a not-for-profit organization that helps women and children who are going through domestic violence from Asian, African, and Middle Eastern communities. If you yourself is suffering from domestic violence, or you know of someone who is going through domestic violence, you can call 111, that's the police's number, or you can contact Shakti at 0800-742-584. It's 0800-742-584. You can also email us at dhanedan at shakti.org.nz. You can, if you also want to volunteer with us, you can send your CV to us on dhanedan at shakti.org.nz. Now, I will give the same information in Hindi for our Hindi listeners. Shakti not for profit sense, which a lot है people who are doing it, which is a lot of people who are doing it. If you have a lot of people who are doing you can't do it. या आप शक्ति की हेल्पलाइन नंबर जो कि 24 घंटे की हेल्पलाइन है, उस पर भी फोन कर सकते हैं और वो नंबर है 08000742444 इट्स जीरो at आप हमें ईमेल भी कर सकते हैं शक्ति पे अगर आप करना चाहते हैं किसी भी तरीके से जुड़ना चाहते हैं तो भी आप हमें संपर्क कर सकते हैं दनीतनर शक्ति डॉट पे और आज मैं बात करने जा रही हूँ जो हमारी डोमेस्टिक वायलेंस की छुट्टियां आपको एक्ट के अंडर मिलती हैं अगर आप गरीबों के शिकार हैं तो आपको जो है जॉब से कैसे छुट्टी if information, you can go Employment New Zealand or on their website. Pe jaake, aap dekh sakte okay, listeners, so that was the information about Shakti in both English and Hindi. I'm going to talk about family violence leave today and how many family violence leave you can get and under what circumstances you can get. What are your rights? What are your responsibilities? And if you want to further explore the issues and want more information, we can go to employment.govt.n, that website. So what you can do is you can just go into your Google or search browser. You can put employment.govt.n, that leave and holidays, family violence leave. So you can just Google employment.govt.n, that family violence leave, and you will surely be taken to that um, page, web page. Okay, so as the name suggests family violence leave, it means a person can get family violence leave if they are suffering from domestic violence. So family violence leave is also known as domestic violence leave. And it means all forms of violence in family and intimate relationships. Family violence can be physical, sexual, or psychological abuse. And uh, in one of our previous episodes, if you remember, I did different forms of abuses, and uh, we talked about physical, sexual, and psychological abuse. So if in future, I will feel like, okay, maybe we need to just you know uh, go through it again. So I may, may do another show on uh, the different forms of abuse again. But my point is that it's not only that if someone has got broken bones or bruises, only that person can apply for family violence leave, even though if it's been, you know, sexual or psychological, then also you are entitled to apply for the leave. So what are the rights for employees? So employees affected by the family violence, they have the right to take leave, paid family violence leave, so it's a paid family violence leave, For up to 10 days. And if your employers want, they can give more than 10 days leave if the situation is like that. Or, uh, you know, they think like you might need more time to settle down or whatever you're going through. And this is, when we talk about family violence leave, which is up to 10 days paid leave. So this is separate from annual leave, sick leave, and bereavement leave. So do not consider them one. Don't think if you have taken it so your sick leave, it will be deducted from your sick leave or from a bereavement leave or from your annual leave. So this is completely separate and so it's paid. And you can also ask your employer for like short-term flexible working arrangement, which can you can ask for up to two months. So I will explain later on what does that mean. And another right you have is that you not to be treated adversely in the workplace because you are suffering from domestic violence. This is discrimination. And uh, you can make a complaint against this or take it to the mediation. If there is any procedure in your company to follow, you can do that. It does not matter when the family violence took place. So employees still have the rights if they experience family violence before they begin working for their current employer or before the law changed on 1st April 2019. So this act came after the amendments made in the Domestic Violence Act. And from 1st April 2019, this was applicable. So even if you were working before, if you are say for example, working for another employee, uh, employer and uh, you experienced family violence before this act came into play, you can have still have the right to claim your leave if you have experienced it. And how do you do that? You can just work with the employer and see how does it work. So who can get family violence leave? So that's an important question. So employees who have been affected by family violence can take paid family violence leave. So someone who has been affected and working for someone can be, can have the right to take the leave. So, in what conditions you can apply for it. If you have six months current continuous employment with the same employer. If you have been working with the current employer from last six months, you have the right to apply for the family wellness leave. And if you have worked for the employer for six months, what you need to have is an average of 10 hours per week. So you have worked at least an average of 10 hours per week and at least one hour in every week or 40 hours in every month. So either you have about 10 hours per week, or at least one hour in every week, or 40 hours in every month. So this is like the basics of applying for the 10 days of paid family violence leave. You also need to apply for. Proof, you also need to supply proof of family violence. So your employer has the right to ask for it. So but it, that it could be like your protection order or a copy or a support letter from a social worker or other things that can be. We'll go to discuss it later. And if you have, as I said, that if you have got problems applying um, with a family violence right, you can, uh, if you have problem applying family violence leave, you can go to Employment New Zealand or, High right, uh, or Human Rights Commission. Employers are expected to abide by workplace policy and support their employers and if not they are basically breaking employment law and there are penalties for that so they can be penalized and uh, the employer must pay and employ their relevant daily pay or average daily pay for each day of family violence leave They take on a day they usually work or an otherwise working day okay so taking family violence leave so on or before that day, they're meant to work as early as they can. Employees must tell their employer they want to take family violence leave. So you need to tell your employer that you are taking family violence leave, but don't assume if you're taking, you know, annual leave or something, it will automatically go and get, get calculated as family violence leave. No, you have to inform them that, yes, you are taking family violence leave and make sure you just take, Keep, you know, track record of your dates and when you are taking your attendance and everything. So that's what you need to do. And when you are applying for it, as I just mentioned before, that your employer has the right to ask for a proof that you're actually affected by family violence. So you you might be asked to uh, produce the proof. So the employer does not need to pay the employee until they get their proof. Or, unless the employee has a reasonable excuse. An example of a reasonable excuse could be that the employee had moved home quickly and has not time to get proof. So, it means you can get some time to produce the proof. So, this was said, and I just now go and discuss this further. So, employees get the right to at least 10 days of paid family leave, leave each year as long as they still qualify. So it's not that it's once in a lifetime. You, The employees have the right to take family violence leave, 10 fam- paid family violence leave each year, as long as you qualify. So say for instance, if you change your employer and it's not been six months there, so you won't be able to qualify. So as long as you qualify, and I've already uh, told you the points for qualification, then yes, you can apply for it. It does not matter, and as I've already told, that it doesn't matter when did the family violence take place. And you can also take this kind of leave to support a child who has experienced family violence as long as they live with you some of the time in case if it's a shared custody or for some reason they just live for a certain period of time. This leave can also be used to support a child who has experienced family violence or even witnessed family violence. So it's basically experience. So when we witness, it's kind of the impact as well, so that you can just see with your um, employer. And I, I will just say that i um, just sharing you the information. You can actually go and uh, you know see yourself as well as at employment GOET uh, website. It's no way a legal advice. And I'm not a lawyer, and I don't have the right to provide any legal advice is just sharing the information. For any further information, you can actually talk to employment. Uh, so, offering more than the minimum, an employer what can they decide? They can decide to offer more than the minimum ten days of paid family violence leave. So, if an employer wants, they can uh, give you more than ten days of paid family violence leave. Mm-hmm. Let an employer take annual leave. So, what can how this can be done that they can allow you to take annual leave. Say for example, if someone needs 15 days of leave for the family violence. So 10 days will be counted as family violence leave. And then from that, it can be counted as annual leave or unpaid leave. So it really depends on your understanding with your employer. So whether employer decides to offer more than the minimum or only the ten days of paid leave, they must record all arrangements in writing. So it has to be in writing. Journal, the order. So it should be So it should be decided. Yes, this is what we are going to do. This is the plan, and uh, we are sanctioning you. We are, you know, agreeing with so and so. And employees who have worked for their employer for fewer than six months you will not have the right to take family violence leave. if you have worked less than six months with the employer, you basically do not qualify for six months of family violence leave. Employer and employee can agree the employee can take family violence leave in advance. So if one you know, wants to take in advance, they can talk about this. If an employee qualifies for family violence leave and needs it, while they are on annual leave, they can take family violence leave instead of annual leave. They should tell their employer as soon as they can. So say, for instance, you're already on a leave, on annual leave. And during that period, this incident happened, a family violence incident happened. You can report it to your manager or to your company and notify them that this so-and-so thing has happened. That's why I want to apply for it. Family violence leave. And then you can change it and swap it into family violence leave rather than annual leave. So that can be changed. So that's something you can uh, inform your manager and negotiate with them. So, what happens if you don't take family violence leave? It's unused. So, if an employee does not use their family violence leave in 12 months, they can't carry it over the next year. So you can't just look like, okay, so I didn't take this year, so it's 10. The next year it will go 20, then 30, then 40. No. If you don't take it, it laps. You can't carry it over. And if you stop working for the employer, the employer does not need to pay you if you haven't taken those those family one. Sleep. There's no need to pay you if you haven't used it. So what about the pay rate? You might be thinking, oh, what happened with the pay rate? Is it the same or what? An employer must pay employees who take family violence, as I've already said. It's not unpaid, it is paid. And they must pay an employee, employee their relevant daily pay or average daily pay for each day of family violence leave they take on a day they usually work or an otherwise working day. So whatever your relevant pay is on your working day, you are expected to pay you. An employer does not have to pay an employee for any time they get weekly payment through the ACC. So what about now taking family violence leave? So on or before the day they you're meant to work or I've just talked about that, that you need to inform and you have to give reasonable excuse or a proof. So what is a proof? if so the employer asks for proof? The employer and employee should both act in good faith. So again, it's about acting in good faith and your own negotiation and your own understanding with each other. The employer does not need to pay, as I've said, if you haven't uh, given this but you are expected to act in good faith that means being open honest and quick to respond the law does not state what kind of proof an employer can accept employers can accept any type of proof that an employee is affected by family violence so it's not has to be that it has to be a protection order it has to be a parenting order it has to be the because a lot of people they don't want to apply for protection order so getting proof may not be simple, given the nature of family violence. So what is considered as proof? The example of proof could be letter or email about what's going on and how it affects the employee. So it could be from a supportive organization, for example, or Angata Miriki, a woman's refuge, or Shakti, or any other organization the person is involved with. A support letter from a support person, from a report from a doctor or nurse, report from a school, a declaration, a letter of evidence witnessed by an authorized person like JP, Justice of Peace. Any court or police documents about the family violence. What the employer must do when asking the employee for proof depends on. Well, the employee is taking family violence leave or asking for short-term flexible working arrangements. So what is short-term flexible arrangements? We can discuss about it now. Okay. So employees affected by family violence also have the right to ask for short-term flexible working arrangements that can last up to two months. The working arrangement includes hours and days of work, location of the employee's workplace, and duty that work. Employees can ask for this kind of flexible working at any time, even if the family was still before they became an employee or before the law changed. The employee must reply in writing within 10 working days at the latest. So, Employers expected to reply back within the 10 days. It's not like they give a blind eye or I didn't know, those kind of things. Employers must protect their employer's personal information. That's very important. If an employer wants to complain about it, they can obviously take it further. So the new right to ask for short-term flexible working arrangements, adds to the right of all employees to ask for flexible working arrangements at any time and for any reason. The flexible working arrangements could be uh, used in other circumstances also. Asking for short-term working, flexible working. Employees must ask their employer in writing for changes of their normal working arrangement. The employee can get someone else to ask for short-term flexible working for them. The, must, the details, the information that the employee has to give is their name, that the date they are making request on, say that they are asking for short-term flexible working as set out in Part 6 AB of the Employment Relations Act 2000. So that's very important that when you are sending, you tell them, I am asking, I'm making a request for flexible working arrangements under this Act. That's part 6AB of the employment relation. So that's very important so that the employer knows what you're asking for and then they are expected to apply uh, reply back within 10 working uh, days. And again, for more information, you can go to the website and see. So what they want to change about their normal working arrangements. How long they want change, these changes to last? Up to two months. So you, they can go for up to two months when they want these changes to start and finish, how these changes will help them, and what changes the employer may need to make to the employer arrangements if they agree to the employer's request. So what are the working arrangements, what they will do if the employer agrees. So what happens, it can be approved, it can be declined. But the employer has to reply within 10 working days. If they want proof their employee is affected by family violence, they must ask it within three working days of getting the request that they have to ask within three working days. If the employer employee doesn't give proof when asked, their employer employer may refuse the request. but they can't provide any proof in any form and we have given you like so many details like this, this can be expected uh, accepted as a proof, then in that circumstances, the employer has the right to refuse it. Whether the employer say yes or no to the request, they must give their employee information about suitable support services, about family violence. They can do this when they give their written answer to the employer's request or before. The employer must do this by law. So they are expected to provide, Like these are the places where you can go and ask for support. And if the request is declined, if the employer refuses to give short-term flexible working hours, to the employer, they must give details in writing and explain the non-accommodation grounds. So the employee can refuse a request only if they did not get the proof they asked for within 10 working days of getting the request. Cannot reasonably change working arrangement using a non-accommodation ground. And if the request is refused an implied, employee can go to a specialist service for help if they think the employer has neither followed the law, that means they haven't responded within 10 days of working days, or got it wrong when they said they cannot reasonably change their working arrangement. For example, has not used the right non-accommodation ground or has said they cannot uh, reorganize work, but the employer, think, employer thinks they could. So that was some brief information about um, the family violence leave. And I hope that you would have found it useful. As I said, you can go back to the employment website and take more information. And it's actually very good. I've seen a lot of people taking this leave and getting settled there in their lives, taking that break that they badly needed. It's all what it um, you know the government could do to support. So it's one more further step towards you know ensuring that we have good health and well-being so I wish all of you good luck and I hope this red light alert goes away very soon and we all get healthy wealthy advice and get our normal lives back so till then take care and I will see you next time so keep on listening to ARFM see
1: ya bye Shakti's Voices bringing the empowered voices to you Shakti promotes women's and community empowerment by raising awareness regarding family violence intervention and prevention. Join us every third Tuesday of the month at 8.30 p.m. as we explore challenges and opportunities for women, children, and communities of Asian, African, and Middle Eastern origins. Keep on listening. OAR-FM.